Hello everyone and welcome to the Pick Up Play podcast. Uh, this is a new podcast with me, Danger Man on MF Gamers, or, or Ben in real life, and Ill Dog. Yeah, and also Ill Dog in real life. Yeah, I, I'm going to call you Ill all the way through it, that's why you Yeah, that's you. fine, no worries. So it's been a while since we've uh, we've done any sort of podcasts, uh, I'm guessing, but certainly one for the, the site if we're doing this through MF Gamers. And uh, yeah, I, I sort of to sort of explain what the podcast is, or the point of the podcast is watching gaming stuff and listening to gaming podcasts they all seem to talk about the same things the new games that have come out and they're all talking about every podcast every stream you watch they're all talking about say Deathloop when that came out was actually one of the um, uh, progenitors for for this like the the thing that started the idea is I, I got a bit sick of hearing about it I hadn't played it got a bit sick of hearing about it I don't know if you feel the same well yeah c- kind of <laughs> I'm wondering how how this is any different well, because rather than just talking about the uh, the big games that have come out every month, if we're doing this monthly, we're going to be talking about what we've picked up. We both tend to buy a lot of shit, I guess, all sorts yep. of odd nonsense and that. So whilst that might include, say, Metroid Dread this month, it's what? also going to include a couple of things that other people aren't playing, and I figured it might just be a bit more interesting to talk about things that are... Either retro or just a little bit older, a few months older, a year older, two years, whatever, or just past people by. Which Ben, this sounds like a great idea. It it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm now, sold. Let's yeah. do that. So I, I figured, hopefully, eventually, you know, Patreons, sponsorship. I'm going to sell out massively. Like inevitable. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to some sort of suicide live stream that. Seems like what people do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, get into boxing. Yeah, there's going to be a few nudes of me out there already, so, you know, that <laughs> yeah. get brought up at some point. Yeah, if, if people, I was going to say bath water, but toilet water <laughs> will we'll really lead into this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, <laughs> all that, that's the preamble, that's that's the intro. Yeah, should I we, think it was a good one as far as intros go. Yeah, I mean, because we, like I said, we haven't done this for years. I know. Um, it's like we... putting on an old sock in it. <laughs> should we uh, should we start talking about Metroid Dread? Which after all that, after all that intro about not playing stuff that everyone's talking about, let's get the game that you know is the big game of the month that everyone was talking about out of the way, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. That's what made me laugh. That's that's what everybody in all podcasts are talking about at the moment. But but there is a reason. It's a big game. It's out. People have opinions about it, and people like to talk about it. Yeah, let's do that. So. I guess straight off. What what do you think? You enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, I I really did enjoy it. Are we are we gonna go spoilers or are we gonna try and keep it sort of uh, no fairy? Yeah, keep it spoiler free, which might be a little difficult for yeah. some of the stuff, I guess. But um yeah, as spoiler free as we can. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I I kind of felt like I would the almost the instant that the intro was over and like you're giving control of Samus because of just how like snappy she felt to control straight away, you know, just with the left and right movement and the jumping. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what you get out of the the bag anymore. I, you can't morph ball or anything yet, can you? No, it takes a while to get the morph ball. I think. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, it's, she's she's quite quick. Like, did you play Samus Returns? Uh, that was the one on the DS, 3DS, yeah, right? Yeah, 3DS. I did. Yeah. I never finished it, you know. 
I I really liked it. Um, mm, I remember you saying at the time actually that you liked it. It was a that was a weird time I was playing it. My missus was ill at the time and we were uh, in and out of the hospital all the time. And it used to be my waiting room game. And then when it was all over and I tried to pick it up again, I was like, oh, this depresses the fuck out of me. I can't <laughs> yeah, play it now. I was going to say, you get all those. It'll be a you know a question of the week at some point. Like, what do you associate with what game? And it's like, yeah, oh, a really horrible time in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny how all media does that, but fucking super tennis still reminds me of uh, being sat in my room as a kid with my missus, uh, my missus, my sister. She was kind of my missus for a bit um, <laughs> with my sister next door playing like Madness's Greatest Hits. So, you know, so, as soon as I hear either super tennis or madness, like the one reminds me of the other. Yeah. Day in the Life, uh, the Beatles song reminds me of um, Twisted Metal. Oh, OK. That was a uh, PlayStation yeah, um, the Doors remind me of Quake as well. I listen to a lot of the Doors whilst playing Quake. Yeah, um, NBA Jam reminds me of a funeral. So, <laughs> you know, swing, swings and roundabouts. Absolutely. Okay, Metroid Dread though. It it moves faster than Samus Returns did. That was like it was a. It seemed that way through the trailers anyway. But as soon as you get control, it just it just does. I think I mean I think sixty frames and all that anyway. But um, it's just a faster paced game, which makes it sense is. given how it's structured. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's what I'm looking for in a game as well. I, I hadn't played. I didn't know if there's a demo. Or I had. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't really watched any trailers for it. I tend to not. I like to just go into a game as blind as possible. But um, my fear was having. I I watch a lot of Super Metroid speedruns. There's a guy that runs it. He's a pretty good streamer, and I always like enjoy what he does. So he's been playing Super Metroid on the SNES for the past like eight months. Um. And my fear was that they were going to go back and sort of make it control, sort of like Samus did. Samus in Super Metroid controls, like, she's either got arthritic knees or she just really, really doesn't want to be controlled. Like, fighting against it, it's just, it, she feels very creaky and yeah. stiff. And, yeah, that was my biggest concern was how it's going to control. As soon as I fucking pressed forward and jumped, I was like, that was all alleviated. I was like, this is going to be sweet. Yeah, it's... It, it... I don't, yeah, it feels like an arcade game. It doesn't feel yeah, like absolutely. a... absolutely. Because I don't associate that with SNES games. SNES games didn't play like a Mega Drive game. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it, it, like I always associate those, like you say, uh, Super Metroid, a bit slower. Yeah. A bit more deliberate. Um, yeah. Yeah, this, this, that's a good way of saying it. This is very arcade isn't it? Yeah, uh, which makes sense. The For those that haven't played, obviously, for those that have will know, you get... Um, if you've seen the trailers and all that sort of stuff, the uh, the Emmys, which are these robots that you cannot destroy, or initially you can't destroy, and they will start to chase you through certain areas. It's not all through the game. It's not a nemesis, uh, nemesis situation from Resident Evil. Nemesis. Um, it, uh, <laughs> instead, it's these sort of small areas, and you can eventually go invisible and, and hide and things, but it's, I don't know how you found them. I found I was just accepting death and just hoping... Next time, I'd just be able to race through and. Yeah, I think that's a common consensus. So you, you get to these areas and like fucking, you know, it all becomes a bit tense, doesn't it? And and I think I think the the intention is for you to stealth your way through them. But you, you know, after getting caught once or twice, you just like you're fuck it. I'm gonna yeah. try and get to because there's safe zones. You go through a certain door and uh, they will shut behind you, and you know you're safe from the Emmy. All you're doing is looking for that door. You're looking. It's it's like a little maze, really, in that you either go up the platforms, you go down the platforms, or there's a little thing in a wall that you fucking roll through. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as soon as you're as soon as you're safe, you can carry on exploring. And I was I was soon to be fuck it. I'm just charging through this bad boy. Yeah, because it's a it's a problem with horror games, and weirdly, then I guess a problem with this is that 
once you've died a few times, the threat's gone. You've mm. you've died. It's you know. So what? As long as you're not yeah, yeah. too much progress, you don't really care. Yeah. Once you've once you've experienced the jump scare, it's no longer a scare, is it? No, exactly. So yeah, it does then become a, a sort of um, trial and error. How do I get to the exit yeah. of this area? And some uh, sometimes a frustrating one. Yeah. Um, but you do eventually get uh, this. It's a temporary sort of um, energy beam that you get that uh, helps you destroy them, which then means that area is safe to just go through. Fucking hell! It's you just touched on a point that I'm, I'm just going to have to sort of jump on while I think about it. So, like, I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first thing that made me think like I need more fingers and hands to be able to control Samus properly. But like, it's it's definitely one I remember when you get this. So, like. What you were saying was what you're talking about when you um, defeat that little eyeball and then go back and try and uh, kill the Emmy. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so I can't I can't remember the buttons now. You've got to lock. You've got to lock yourself so you're in sort of like uh, standing strafe mode. Yeah. Then you've got to hold the fire button and fucking brat that away. And then when once you you've melted her mask off with like a quick beam, you have to do this charge beam. And yeah, it's like you have to hold the, those two buttons again. Then you're charging. I kept forgetting which button I was supposed to take my finger off. Yeah, I did the same. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the Emmy areas are the bits, for the most part, where the controls, I felt, let me down. Because they're the bits when you're racing through and you need to land on a platform. You need to grab and you need to do all this sort of stuff. The bits where it's just a bit picky or a mm. bit... Um, the She's got a weight to her, Samus, particularly in the air. Um, and that was where I sort of found um, a bit of an issue, and particularly the, uh, is it called the meteor jump or something, the infinity jump or something, where you can double jump essentially, or keep yeah, jumping. Or, yeah, or a screw attack or something. Yeah, that... Um, oh, the screw attack is, is different. You get the double jump and then you can do the screw... Or maybe, I don't fucking know, there's so many things you pick up. Yeah. How's anybody supposed to remember any of them? <laughs> um, but the the timing on that window is... It's very specific, which you you learn, but it's it can be a bit um, fiddly when you're you're like I've definitely died to the Emmy because I felt the controls let me down a bit. Yeah, and, and it doesn't get any. It does get easier. It does actually. To be fair, by the end I was nailing that jump most of the yeah. time because you you have to wait a little bit longer than you think. She has to drop a little bit. Yeah. It's not like it's it 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 doesn't take the second jump anywhere. You have to either be at the apex of the jump or just past it before it works. So I found if you just dropped a little bit, then I and then I was I was getting used to that timing. But it doesn't yeah, feel exactly. natural. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was the same in Samus Returns as well. They've they've kept the same sort of method. They might even have made it more generous, but it um, it just had a bit of an issue. And when the frame rate drops on a couple of bosses, I've that's when I really had an issue with it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, again, without going into spoilers. Yeah, and I, I did find I would. Um, I, I heard um, Nexlander talk about this and saying they um, instead of using D pad or not D pad down, but analog stick down to duck, they were just pressing. Uh, I think ZL is it? Yeah, or something? yeah, it's the yeah, ZL, which I yeah. don't think I ever. I use that to slide, but I didn't use it to morph into a ball ever. Oh, I, I was using it all the time. As any time I needed to duck, I was just pressing that rather than uh, uh, relying on duck. Again, though, it's good that they give you an option to do it in, you know, two different ways. But yeah. that just fucking, to me, overloaded my mind with all these other fucking controls I was trying to do. Like, later on, you get uh, the ability to... Well, I can't remember how to describe it, Ben. It's like those gravity doors where, like, you've then got to press 
I think it's either ZL or ZR and the fire button, and she yeah. like it does a little like blue bolt of electricity and then pulls those doors off. What are they? Can you remember? Um, it's I know what you mean. It's the grappling gun. Yeah, that I guess, sort of thing. But... Yeah, but it's just it, that was just another thing, another press of a button, another option. It's fantastic they give you all that, but fucking some in a pinch, I I just fucking fell apart. It's I, like the... I had a stroke. Yeah, the dodge as well. I, I they should have just put that as right analog stick. Yeah, that dab the easier. right analog stick, and you just do a, a dodge. I have to say though, on that dodge, I I forced myself to get used to exactly where that was because there's a couple of times you need it to get through like yeah. those pressure pad doors, and I was fucking it up, and it was really pissing me off. So I was like, right, I'm gonna spend ten minutes like just running around constantly doing this dodge, and then I, you know, from then on, it sort of stayed in my in my brain. Yeah, because some of them you have to do whilst in the air. Yeah, whilst holding a thing. Yeah, it gets it just gets a bit fiddly, and I sort of had to learn how to do it for a, a particular boss. Again. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the boss fights. People have talked about how difficult they are. I I quite liked how difficult they were, because um, it is just a case of learning them. It is. There's there's something classic and old school about it, but um, that that was my sort of tainted my overall enjoyment of the game. Not that I didn't love it. I really did, mm. but it was. I found myself like antripodous of like the next boss every time i was enjoying fucking around having a bit of fun but then like you can tell when the boss is coming up they talked about this on the next lander podcast but you know it's because it's true like you go into a room and there's like like two or three seconds of blackness and you're like oh fuck a cutscene's coming up (laughs) this is either going to be some bullshit story or it's going to be a boss and uh yeah when it was a boss i was like oh for fuck's sake it's only because i knew i was going to be stuck here for the next sort of 10 20 minutes dying Dying until you learn the pattern, learning the next pattern, dying, learning the next pattern, dying, finally doing it almost fucking hit free because you've done it so many fucking times. Yeah, it is, it's strange, isn't it? Particularly if it's like a three-part boss or something. Yeah. By the end, the first you're not getting hit on the first part or you're getting hit once, but by then you've got full health because you've countered. and. Yeah, exactly. Like Yeah, you found a good time to counter and suddenly you've like... The first few times you did it, you were just shooting and piss-assing around. But yeah. like as you get more experience, like, oh, wow, I've... You know, I've done that in like 10 seconds instead of like a minute. So like that makes it a bit easier to swallow. Yeah. The checkpoints, it's quite generous with them, but I... I thought so. With the bosses, it's where you put them. Because if you're just like, I'm just going to, I want to fight this boss over and over and over until I do it. You don't want it before the cutscene. No. You don't want it two rooms back. You want it... I just never understood that. Like those are the times like I want to sit down with the developers and say, you fucking dicks. Like, look what you're making me do it, like, every time. Nobody wants to do the boring shit. It should just kick in fucking right on the boss again. Yeah, I'll just say, like, give you the option. If you die four times, do you want to go back to the previous save to, you know, or previous yeah. checkpoint or whatever? Yeah, just to, so to go and get, do you want to go stuff? and get some more energy tanks and yeah. stuff like that? Make it a bit more uh, easy for you. Yeah. But, but yeah, some of those cutscenes, again, I'm not going to go into any spoilers about it, but the the one before the final boss annoyed me a little bit because you have to like you have to do a little bit of traversing and then there's a cutscene, which you can yeah. skip and you can skip it like instantly as well if you just keep hammering the start button. But then you have to press the minus button to make sure that you want to skip it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is annoying. Yeah, so it does mean that to restart a boss, and you could have fucked it up in the first 10 seconds. Like, yeah, because right, they hit it. you hard, don't they, those bosses? Yeah. Like yeah. the damage they dish out is is not small. Yeah, so you could be like, right, this isn't the one. I want to restart it, but it's thirty seconds before you get back in. So yeah, I know, I know, it's... and I, I've got zero patience as well. So I'm like, fuck me. Like, this yeah, game sucks ass. It doesn't suck ass. It just you you feel cross at it at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say it's. Um, 
after what's been a pretty quiet year for really good quality games, I do think this is uh, a top, you know, top five game for me, easy. Like, and deservedly, like, would be in most years, kind of thing. Yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, overall, it was a, it was a great time. I I don't like difficult bosses. It's not like I can't do them, but my uh, frustration level uh, sets in real easy. I, I get very cross very quick, and um, yeah, I just. I could have done without some of the bullshit from the bosses. But then when you beat them, it's just a, quite a nice sense of, of satisfaction. It's quite rewarding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's generally as well, it doesn't do... It doesn't. It, like I said, it, it's quite a generous game in that it's rare it then tries to screw you over. I don't think it ever does. It's like you've got most of, or if not all, your health back, and then the next room is safe or near enough safe, or it's low-level enemies, so you're not dying coming out of a boss fight no or certainly i've never done it it's like you're always relatively safe yeah yeah absolutely yeah the only other thing i'd say is i don't i found with samus returns i um god you love that game don't you i do brought it up a lot i'm sick of it <laughs> um i've that was more for I, I went back and explored and made a point of exploring the areas whereas this you're constantly being pushed forward and i do think it's a better game when it's doing that and i've, I've said this like in threads and stuff where yeah the second it stops you or not stops you but leaves you to your own devices i think it's a, a worse game i don't think the map layout is as good and I, i'd seen um have you seen the david jaffe stuff no he, he criticized the um design of the game because he, he picks this room in particular and he's like how are you supposed to know where to go from here look we've left this open they've left this open and this this video is just it's a bit dickish this video okay. i understand because david jaffe is a bit of a tit whoever's editing this video taking the piss out of him is sort of going like because he then goes off and explores and he's like see you can go down here and you go here oh you can't go there oh you can go down here but you go oh right that's cut off and it's basically all this stuff and it means that there is only one way to go mm -hmm. and so they're making fun of him for like look what an idiot he is but what i will say is he's had to go and explore to do that he's had to waste time to do that yeah and to get there and then be like, all oh, right, I can't go there because it shuts stuff off. Places you could go to, I know. That it, and it, there's no indication on the map that you can no longer go to it. To yeah. until you get there, it looks like a viable route, doesn't it? Yeah, and some of it is places you've just been. And there's a particular point where I got a teleporter, went to an area, and was trying to get back to a particular place, but I couldn't get there from that teleport. I had to go to two other places to get yeah. back around, and it just was a bit like, yeah, a bit laborious and a bit. This is where it's a bit of a pain yeah um, absolutely i couldn't agree more and i i haven't gone back through and got all the uh energy Fuck no. and stuff like i whereas samus returns i don't know if i did go back and do it all but I, oh, i'm I sure you did. did i bet you did yeah well i love it so much game of the year fucking yeah. every year um but i i definitely spent more time exploring in that game yeah the what's put me off uh getting 100 percent in um metroid dread is the like speed puzzles where you have to, you know, God, fuck me, dude. You have to, you, you, you have to, so you have to start running. You have to click in the left stick, so you're going to kick in your speed boost. You have to press down to activate the shine spark. Yep. Shine spark is what lets, uh, what do you do? You hold down the B button and then press a direction, and then Samus will whiz in that direction, like almost as an unstoppable force, until she hits anything. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> that isn't what she's supposed to be hitting. Um and some of these are like little puzzles. Like you, you have to you find you find a set of blocks that can only be uh, destroyed by Samus going fast. 
and they've got those they're yellow with the little black arrows on them um and you'll find it in a place like how the fuck am i supposed to get speed here and then you have to sort of look around the map for a length of floor long enough for you to activate your speed boost. Click in the shine spark, but then you can you can carry the shine spark for a bit. It stays with you. What I didn't know is, shine spark reactivates uh, when you slide up like um like a uh, an angled piece of flooring. So if like there's a like a little hill, I, I guess just up like at the top of it, it will you can reactivate your shine spark, hit down again. And it will mm. charge it back up for you. I didn't know this. With this knowledge, I could go back and do it. But I just feel like I can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, because even getting there is a bit of a pain. No, it can be. And, and yeah, you, you're right. Getting there can be a pain. Um, and then getting just before the last wall and fucking up can be a real pain. And then you're like, well, fuck that. Well, I am. Yeah, no, I agree. I know there will be some people who will, you know, 100% hit an Oh, ah, yeah, but... more power to them. Yeah, as people who have both 100%ed a fair few Castlevanias, oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to bother with Well, I know I'm not going to bother with this, which is a shame because I could have quite happily carried on playing it. Yeah. If they, you know, if they were to do DLC or something, which I, I don't think they will, but if they were, then I'd pick it up. I'd, you know, I really enjoyed it. But uh, I've, been, um, I've been closely monitoring the speedrun scene of this. Um, Join the so you can on speedrun.com you can follow games from the beginning and then the the run started trickling in um and yeah i think the world record at the moment is it's like one one twenty four an hour and 24 minutes to beat the whole game um and the stuff they've already found is just unbelievable but like uh, i i i could consider trying to run through a game in an hour and a half that sounds kind of fun to me that's the only reason i might pick it up again yeah well you do speed running and stuff don't I you know, do so. do speed running yeah, like so there's lots of categories. They they do it. They do it on hard. They do zero percent. There's like all sorts going on. But I think that's the only reason I'd pick it back up again. I, I might. I, I might. It, you know, if there's a little lull, I might go back to it and put it on hard mode and see if I can bash through that as well. But normal frustrated me enough. <laughs> to move on to the next game, then inspired by uh, Metroid Dread, and this isn't a pickup as such, but it is in the spirit of it. Of this is something I've had for a while. I never got around to. Oh, I didn't know you'd uh, never played this ever. No, no, never played it. But um, I assume you are as well. In fact, I'm 99% certain you are. But you're a Nintendo ambassador, right? No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? No. Oh. oh. Uh, well, I am, obviously. Which gets me into, you know, all, all sorts of parties. Mario <laughs> yeah. parties. That's it, actually. It's just, just Mario parties. And who wants to go to a Mario party? I don't fucking hell. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've... I, for those who don't know, 3DS when it came out was a little bit expensive. Um, it was more that the lineup wasn't very good than it being expensive, I thought. But um, so they they dropped the price to get a bit of interest in it, and then so that they didn't piss people off, they rather than give people credit in the store or something like that, or a free game <laughs> like a retail game or something, they put a bunch of um, GBA and uh, was it some SNES games as well? I forget. But you get a little video of a, a card it doesn't do anything it just plays music and it says that you're an ambassador and then um yeah you get these gba games which they said they would never put out on the ds for sale which to be fair they didn't right. you can't get these anywhere else um and yeah one of them is metroid fusion and so i've uh, i've picked that up and what has surprised me is how similar it is to metroid dread i assumed this was all built off metro uh, uh, sorry samus returns sure. and Obviously, the counter system is, and they've just added features to it. 
but actually all the moveset by the counter is from Metroid Dread. Uh, sorry, it's Metroid Fusion. Right. Like every single thing, there's sprinting, the, um, there's no ice beams, that there's ice missiles. Uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Like it, it's, it's so, so similar. Um, story-wise, it's similar. It's, yeah, it really, really surprised me how much overlap there is and how, again, I assumed all the story stuff was um, new for this. It was something that uh, Mercury Steam had brought to the franchise, whereas it's not. It's, it is all in Metroid Fusion. They do at the beginning of Metroid Dread. There's a bit of a story recap. Yeah, um, yeah, because not a great deal happens in the first couple of games, and it goes fucking nuts. Have you ever just just to interrupt? Have you ever looked up the Metroid timeline? No. Well, I did, and I didn't. I suppose it makes sense with it being called Metroid Prime. But let me just look it up real quick. Uh, Metroid timeline. Like the order of the games is quite bizarre. Yeah, the original Metroid, which is obviously repeated in Metroid Zero Mission, which is like a modern-day update of Metroid. Yeah. Then there was uh, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. That was on the Game Boy, I believe. Which is the one Samus Returns remade. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. You can mention that again. Um, (laughs) I I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) God, I just love Uh, it. I've already fucked up because of the stupid way that they've, um, they've laid this out. Sorry, it goes Metroid 1, right? Then it goes Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS that gave us all the claw back in the day. Metroid Prime Echoes, which is 2. Metroid Prime 3, which is Corruption. Metroid Federation 4s, which I didn't bother with. I have that, but I haven't played it. I, I'm not going to play it as part of this podcast. I'm just no, say it, that now. it doesn't look very good, to be honest with you. No. Uh, Metroid Prime 4, and then it goes all the way back to Metroid 2. Metroid Super Metroid, which is Metroid 3. For some reason, I always thought Super Metroid was Metroid 4. I think it's probably from Super Castlevania being 4. Uh, then Metroid Other M, and then Metroid Fusion, then Metroid Dread. So what you're playing is the, uh, yeah, chronologically the game that appears previously to Metroid Dread, which is yeah. why it would share so many similarities. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the Dread is a direct follow-up, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's, um, so all the uh, the ex-parasites, whatever they are, that they are in this. Yes, um, I remember yeah, so the the enemies work the same way in terms of you shoot them. If you don't collect them quick enough, then um, they go into another host or they reanimate the one that you've just killed. Yeah, um, yeah, they give you health back or missiles back depending on if you, you know what what color they are and when you pick them up and all that. So um, yeah, it's it's really really good fun, um, like surprisingly so. Again, it's it's faster than um, original Metroid and. Uh, super metroid um it's uh it's not there's no counter system or anything like that and i, I think it, it feels like it's a bit easier in terms of the uh the boss fights and stuff like it's not as responsive to control and i think some of that is the any version of the gba including the the 3ds which is what i'm playing it on yep is a little awkward when you have to rely on like shoulder buttons and stuff like that um and so it's a bit uh you can't there's no the stuff you were doing in um metroid dread for avoiding bosses and things it's not really viable in this it is very much stand your ground shoot missiles and hope you can move out of the way yeah yeah it's so it they it feels like they don't punch as hard and they're just generally a bit easier less aggressive it's a 20 year old um, 20 year old game bro what are you expecting yeah and it's you know, it's a handheld Nintendo game. It's the, it's rare that they're brutally hard. 
Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's really good. I'm glad I finally picked it up. I will try and finish it. The way it's structured is you get to this base and then there's different zones. Zone 1, Zone 2, Zone 3, so on and so on. And it moves you between different zones. It's like you need to go back and go to Zone 3 now because we've opened this gate. And so it's telling you where to go. And it's um, But the, the zones are all themed. So I'm in the... Uh, the sort of nighttime zone, the oh. dark zone, and but I need to go to the frozen zone and the, a I've been to the zone, casino, yeah, yeah Spring Hill, <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, uh, it's probably good that it's structured like that, but it does have this sense of threat as well because the um, the Samus clone is there, the ex Samus, yeah, I've not been. It seems to imply you can bump into her. I've not had that happen. I've seen her a few times, but it feels like it's sort of cutscenes. You're you're in a position. She's you know you're hidden. She's not going to see you, kind of thing. Sure. But yeah, it, it it the way it's the computer has talked to me. It sounds like oh you've had to outrun her before now, and I haven't. I haven't. I haven't encountered her. So, uh, but there is still that threat of well, if it is a case that she is just milling about, then at some point I might open a door, be running through, and she's stood right there. So. What do you reckon your hour count is so far? Uh, it tells you. I put the 3DS in sleep mode, but apparently all that does is turn on GBA games is turn the screen off. Oh, okay. So it did save battery, but the um, the clock seemed to carry on running because I think I was at like two hours, and then next time I checked, it was like six. What were you doing for those four hours? Uh, I was probably working. No. I was probably yeah, I was probably playing it whilst waiting for an email or something. But well, that's the beauty of home work, and you can do that at work. <laughs> oh yeah. To be fair, I did. Um, I did play Doom in a browser at work wow. the other day. I bet no one's ever done that before. Yeah. Well, I I sort of announced I was doing it just out of curiosity, <laughs> uh, and someone said, "Oh, don't let your boss see you. He sat right behind you." And Lol. Like, fuck it. Do what yeah, I want. Fuck that Uns- guy. Unsackable, isn't it? <laughs> so you but, said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is where it's going to end, isn't it? Is it's a uh, episode three of this? It's going to be like, yeah, well, I've got a lot of time on my hands now. Yeah. So I've played, I've Recently played quite fired a lot. after it turns out yeah. my boss listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, well, as long as someone listens to it. So, yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on uh, Metroid Fusion, other than to say, if, if people do have access to it, they should they should play it. It's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more. I played it. I think I played it when it came out. Um, yeah. I think it, it was definitely 2002, but I don't know if I played it the next year or what, but uh, I remember thoroughly enjoying it. I've, for some reason in my head, like I've got Metroid uh, Fusion and Zero Mission came out right together, but one came out in 2002 and Zero Mission came out in 2004. And I would have played them when they came out, so that's memory for you. Don't trust it, kids. <laughs> I had this uh, exact thing. of I was adamant. I was watching... Um... GameSack, I think, and they were doing a video on um, the last games released for a system. Oh yeah, and and I'd heard I've heard this said a few times that the last game released for the 32x was Virtua Fighter. Right, and I was like, no, because I got Virtua Fighter with my 32x, and but at that point there was only like four games available, five games, and more games came out after, and I I got Virtua Racing, I got Doom, and I got uh, Virtua Fighter. So it came out at the launch over here that they're wrong. <laughs> and then I, I've, I've felt like that for years and years and years. And yeah, no, looked into it the other night. And nope, they're right. Virtua Fighter, last one, I got it. Basically, I got the 32X after the last game oh, wow. released had come out. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Have you still got it? Is it mint condition? 
Oh my fucking wish. I gave it to my auntie. Oh, um, that bitch. And I I did yeah, no, yeah. I did um a couple of years back I did sort of ask my mum, we just ask my auntie if she's still got hidden away that Mega Drive thirty two X that oh, I, I gave her. And uh, so she did and was like, No, they just got didn't who knows where it went, but they've not got it anymore. And I was what? like can you just ask her to track it down? Do you um do you like her? Yeah, I do get on. I never oh, okay. used to when I was younger, but I get on with her. I just wondered if it was just a case of waiting for her to die and then like, having a look around the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just waiting for her to go away somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Door in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like balaclava on. Like, yeah. Leave all the money and jewels just looking for yeah. virtual yeah. fire in the 32X. It was fucking Mom. worth it. Mum, do you know if uh, if has got a ring doorbell <laughs> or any sort of security or anything? Yeah. Uh, anyway, what have, uh, what else have you been playing? Um, I've I've played lots of games all the time, but of note, um, on Game Pass, I know we were going to pick some older stuff, but it's just the way I have played some older stuff. I mean, I can always talk about tons of shit, but I wanted to talk about uh, the Good Life, which is uh, Swery's new game. I wanted to talk about because I haven't heard a great deal about it. So it's on Game Pass, um, which I thought was weird because it's a, it was a Kickstarter game. People have backed this. I find it weird that that people. I suppose they play it for free. Yeah, they 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 play they pay to get it into existence. I suppose. But I thought yeah. it was um, a bit of an arseholeish move to then put it on Game Pass because then they've paid a load of money and then like kind of like me just pick it up for nothing. Yeah, I am sort of. With, I mean, I guess ideally you want it to do well. You want people to play it and talk about it and all yeah, that sort of absolutely. stuff. But I can definitely see as someone who got more than a little pissy about i didn't get that bad but i did get a refund because i backed shemu 3 oh yeah yeah on i got the ps4 copy and i got a steam copy mm-hmm. except i didn't they moved it to epic oh yeah so yeah I, I got a refund on my uh, pc code because that was a bit naughty I, yeah i thought that that sort of stuff is shitty yeah you've took is. people's money on a promise and yeah then change it yeah business so you know no no friends in business yeah, and it's one of those where it's like, what what do you want? Do you want it to get made or or not? Yeah. But um, there are certain publishers who I don't think you can um, count on to do the right thing. Sure. So, you know, but, oh well. Yep. Well, speaking of oh well, The Good Life. So, The Good Life is uh, like a, it's a simulation game. Um, you are an American reporter called Naomi Haywood who has moved to um, a town called rainy woods which is classed as the happiest village on earth and um you soon learn that there is a a, a mysterious secret the game doesn't tell you straight away but if you read any media about this and if you don't want to hear this then skip this bit but this this happens literally in the first five minutes of the game and you can read it anywhere the the big secret is that at midnight all the villagers turn into cats or dogs not long into the game, you also get the power to turn into a cat. And not too long after that, you get the power to turn into a dog, which uh, me and Ben were discussing briefly before the podcast actually started recording. That Turning into dogs or, or dogs being in the game was a, a stretch goal on Kickstarter, yeah. which got yeah. met. Dog, dog owners started moaning. Yeah. and yeah, Which is fucking stupid, uh, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> it's just a game. Just have cats in the game. That's fine. Like It could have been robbing them of an excellent sequel idea. But I have to say, and what I've played so far, I'm not sure the game deserves a sequel because I'm not enjoying it massively. Like oh. picking it up and playing it feels like a a trudge. So, so what what do you do in it? Um, so it's got it's got a, a, an overarching story, 
and um, you can tackle the story and the side quest whenever you want to the point where I finished story route B before I finished story route A and it makes no odds it just doesn't matter I think it would all tie up in the end that I think there's a a little bit that sort of once you've done everything there's like a you know a plot finisher that that takes place after the three stories have been finished um so what you do is you wake up every morning in your house the village give you a house and she's really fucking ungrateful when this 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 lady this little lady in a wheelchair like greets her and says oh Naomi we you know the village have let you have this house at the top and she'd rather stay in a hotel because she's suspicious of why she's been given this house and you know as far as houses go it's quite nice you, you uh so you can cook your own food you you get ingredients so you know it's simulation in that aspect you can plant seeds and grow and harvest them um and then it's just a case of wandering into the local town and talking to the villagers and every village every villager has a, a little something unique that they can tell you um lots and lots of them give you side quests you'll talk to some of them they immediately progress the like the main story arcs through a b and c um and then it's just a case of just fucking buggering about in the village a lot of it's fetch fetch quests it's uh, a lot of it's traveling about um she's got a stamina meter and you can run uh just for a little bit before you have to let go the cats and the dogs can last uh longer at running the cat can jump over high walls the dog can uh search for materials in bins like a little dog icon will appear over like a wheelie bin and you can have a sniff through it and you can piss as the dog uh you mark your territory these little um these little black so uh little yellow circles appear with a like a yellow paw mark in it and you then go up to that and you press the a button and like a meter comes up when you you start to piss um and you can piss a little bit i don't really know what that does yet i was going to say to what end yeah I, I don't just... really know what that does yet one um the only point of it i found so far a it progresses towards an achievement or a trophy b i now have a side quest to first of all it was to piss 10 times on stuff now it's to piss 21 times on stuff and then it will probably to uncover all piss markers will be like the third part and that's the thing you're trying to earn money because naomi has come to this village on um on a work request to uncover the secret but there, there's more to it and it goes on but she is i think it's 30 million pound in debt um and she's come to work off that debt you've got a pc in your room and because you're a, your your main vocation is being a photographer and you can take photos of scenery and of the villagers and then upload it onto this system called Flamingo. It's basically like a social media site, like it's Instagram. And um, every Monday and Thursday, uh, these buzzwords change. You, what you ideally want to do is take photos like the buzzword could be woman wearing a hat or working barmaid right yeah so, so you, you need to take pictures that match that yeah and then when it's buzzwords you're going to get more likes the more likes you get the more money you earn took me ages to find out that um so you can see you can see your money totting up and i didn't know where to get it and then i found an atm in the village square and i was like, oh fuck yeah all of a sudden like a lot more of the game opened up but you don't earn money quickly it's quite slow and tedious. I thought, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd buy a load of plants, uh, seeds, sorry, from like one of these local fucking dudes. Um, I went back and planted them. And when I went to sell back the grown things from the plants, like it was mostly cucumbers, um, potatoes and something else, they're, they're pence. You get pence for them as opposed to like pounds. And I was like, fucking fuck this. It takes like two days for the plants to grow. It's going to take me ages. Uh, the best way of getting money is complete side quests and to complete main quests. 
and the way you gradually pay off your debt is you'll finish one of the main quests and you'll get a huge amount of money um like i think i think it's like i don't know 30 grand per time you finish like a main mission and you slowly like ticking off your main debt that way problem i'm having with it is just the pace of it it's all she runs slowly um you earn money slowly i find everything's expensive the map is huge and you can unlock these cat or dog shrines um and you can walk between shrines to sort of slow slow down on on walking everywhere but they cost 10 pounds per transport which i really didn't think was necessary costs a quid to unlock them then ten pound to move between them each time. Yeah, that seems a bit of a needless thing. Yeah, just a quid to unlock them and then let you quick travel. See, I'm stuck at the moment, so I've done route A and route B, and I'm on route C. But to, I need to take a photo of something for someone, but I need a zoom lens. Um, I think I've got four hundred quid, and my money has gone up and down for many reasons. But long story short, I need to buy uh, a two and a half thousand pound lens. And like that just seems a fucking mile away. That seems like I've got to put in a lot of work just to get that. And you need to eat in between. You have to grow your own vegetables because she gets ailments. She gets like toothache, backache, headache. Um, and you have to go to the doctors and to cure each individual ailment is a hundred pounds. You can you can get through the game without curing her at all and just keep saving up but like so for example at the moment um i think i've got toothache so that reduces her stomach capacity because it hurts to eat so like um if i want to go out on a massive mission and do some shit you've got a, a stamina meter or a hunger meter you've got both actually but that the hunger meter goes down quite quickly if you're like using um anything exertive like doing pickaxes or running around and stuff and um so I'm, I, I keep having to transport home to cook jacket potatoes because all I've got is potatoes in abundance. <laughs> so I'm cooking these jacket potatoes and they, they you've got like your, your hunger meters out of 100 and the jacket potatoes a quarter. But when you've got toothache, suddenly like the meters 50, which is half. So you, two jacket potatoes will fill up your hunger meter, but it goes quite quick. And I feel like this, these systems, the game systems are getting in the way of the game's progress. Um, certainly my enjoyment of the game's progress um, just it just makes everything such a slow pace um, I've got to the point where I'm, I've put 12 hours into it I think I think I may have had enough it's a shame because you um, I never got around to it but I thought Swery's last game I forget what it was was it The Missing? yeah that sounded really interesting that was wicked but again though Swery is all about story and bonkersness as opposed to like gameplay being at the forefront of enjoyment um certainly that case with the missing jj macclesfield the adventures of or something like that it's semi like colon the missing that was great that was a really good story um but the gameplay was a bit clunky hmm. but yeah again it, it, it's it's the pace it's the pace of it all everything is getting in my way uh, like, I, I i think oh, i'm coming around in this game and then i need a fuck ton of money and I'm like, it's too much effort to progress. Yeah, it it sounds like it'd be a bit infuriating. Yeah. As well. So, sounds a uh, Tory Britain. You have to pay to go to the doctor. <laughs> great. Everyone's just eating potatoes because they can't afford anything else. Yeah, and they're getting toothache and shit. And I don't, yeah. I don't really understand how like a diet of a, a daily diet of one jacket potato is hurting her teeth. 
I don't fucking get that. <laughs> maybe she's on meth as well. Maybe that's why she's in debt. <laughs> yeah, maybe actually. 30 million is pretty easy to rack up, you know. Um, yeah, some spice fiends uh, all dotted around Manchester. Yeah. That's what I've been playing anyway. Yeah, the the next two, I'll... F- Okay, I'll 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 be quick with this one because I don't have a lot to say about it, but I picked up, I, I started watching uh, whilst whilst I'm on the uh, the exercise bike of an evening, Ooh. I started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which yeah. I figured was a good good motivational thing to watch, you know, all these uh, buff men fighting and mm. stuff. It's like yeah, that could be me. Sounds erotic. To, too. Yeah, I just need to get on this uh, this shitty exercise bike I got for a hundred quid on Amazon, so I picked up. I've got the case near me because I can always forget the title. Um, Eyes of Heaven. It's a PS4 game. I think it might have got a PS3 release as well. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. But it's um, it's a bit like the uh, Naruto 3D Arena games. Yeah, so I've, I've played one of those. Sort of cameras behind your shoulder a bit and you're sort of locking onto an enemy and charging at them and, and fighting. And it's a bit, in terms of combat, it's a bit. Um, it's it's not the the combos it does have a combo system and things but it's it feels to me unless i'm missing something you're walking up to the enemy you're hitting square until you finish that combo which will then knock them on the floor and then you're waiting for them to get up but you're moving back a little bit otherwise they'll immediately attack so you're waiting for them to swing and miss and then you're going back in and hitting square again until you knock them on the floor and it feels like that's kind of all you're doing. Says I and maybe get repetitive quickly. Yeah, it's not a great fighting game. And maybe I'm missing something. Um, maybe it's this great hidden system that I can't see. You play it multiplayer. Maybe there's all you know. There's a whole community around it who really know what they're doing. I haven't looked into it, but the story mode is really. I don't want to overstate it and say it's really good fun, but I've been enjoying playing through it. Like the story is. It's set right after Netflix have got a couple of series. It's actually like 80 episodes in total or something. It's, it's The first series is like 20-something, and then the second series is 50. But it, it's two, I think it's three different JoJo's. And so it takes place right after the Netflix series, which is great. And it tells a second, or a separate story. It's essentially a, a time travel story, which then lets them bring in characters who have died or lived in different timelines and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, and so you're you're just getting to see all these characters and, and finding against them. It's quite easy in story mode as well, but it, it, the story gets quite good. I mean, it's, as a JoJo sort of story, it, it's I think the original writer was involved in it, and it it is it's nothing life changing. It's not you know, I wouldn't say it was a great story or anything, but it's it's fun enough to carry what is a pretty basic fighting game um the only real issue sounds similar to uh, to what you were saying as well is um progress is a bit slow the fights take a while and like i said because it feels like maths at a certain point i know how to do this i know how to win this yeah you're just plodding through it and the fights can take it feels like 10 minutes but it probably isn't anything like that it's probably like three but it, it feels quite a long time and so you can sit down and play it for an hour and you've barely done anything but I don't think this story mode is particularly huge either. Um, so I think I'm about halfway through it. Um, I'll keep going with it because I, I have been enjoying it. But, yeah, I was going to uh, ask if you had the patience to see it through. Yeah, but largely 
just for the story. I think as soon as that's done, I'm never going to touch the arcade mode. I'm never going to do anything. I'm not buying costumes or anything because that's what you earn money, but that all it gets is different poses and different costumes and stuff, and I just don't care. I take it the arcade mode is literally just like a fighting game like Street Fighter 2 classic. That's what the arcade yeah. mode would be. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, two versus two. Yeah, it's just knocked through. I did try it. I started on that and got absolutely battered. But at the time, I didn't know how to play it. So it might be that if I were to play around now, I might do much better. Yeah. Or it might just be that it's really hard. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, I largely picked it up because it was getting hard to find. And I, I, like I said, I'd, I'd gone on a bit of a JoJo kick. And, uh, <laughs> you, yeah, whatever. Sorry, you were right, by the way. Was It is a PlayStation 3 and 4 game. Which is weird because it feels like it came out like two years ago. 2015. But, uh, it doesn't feel that long. But yeah, it, it, obviously it must be if... Uh, Six years. If it was a PS3, yeah. Was, oh, where's time gone? Oh, tell me about it. It's a great what happened? <laughs> yeah. What happened to my dreams? Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't know that I'd recommend people rush out and get it. Well, I certainly wouldn't unless you are desperate Oof. to play a JoJo game and you love JoJo. Um, it's a couple of blips on the old radar so far, then, isn't it? We ain't doing a good job yeah. here. I actually know we are. We're bringing we're bringing a public service. We're playing these games, so maybe you don't have to. Yeah, uh, the, uh, what I'm trying not to say as well is it's something that is seemingly based on the Dreamcast game, which I own, is going to be worth quite a lot of money at some point. Yeah, because that's not what I. It's not what I'm about. But it's something that I have started looking at. It's like stuff starting to get that old now. Some of the stuff we've got. And uh, yeah, yeah the like values are going oh, up as well. Yeah, this past year or so is obviously anyone who's tried buying a retro game will will know the start of lockdown compared to I don't know the past few months. Like the the prices have gone stupid, but I, I think they're starting to come down again now. I yeah, guess everyone's back in work, but yeah, maybe. Um, have you got another one? Not, not really. To be honest with you, not this week. I'm going to delve into it a bit more next week. I'm. I'm I'll tell you what, I did play up. Talk about it quickly. I played the demo of Riders Republic, the new Ubisoft sports yeah. game, extreme sports gnarly dude game. Um, it's exactly what you think it would be. It's actually quite fun uh, to boil it down. It's uh, you're a, a, a custom made racer, and you ride bikes and you snowboard and you ski. Um, but it's the fucking packaging. It's the super gnarly dude. It's the the language they use. They, they they use all these buzzwords just in everyday conversation. Um, it's just, that bit's awful. If you could mute it um, and play it, it'd be fine. It, to be honest with you, I could take an extremely condensed version of it where you just literally pick the the event you want to do. Like, let's do a skiing event. Let's do a biking event. Let's just do that. I don't want any of the yeah. shit. You unlock equipment. You unlock stats. You can buy clothes for your rider. I don't, I don't need any of the shit in between. Um, and I'm certainly not paying 60 quid for the digital version um, or 84 quid for the super deluxe expanded edition that gets you like fucking new shoes and trousers and comes with a couple of extra bikes and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would buy that shit. Yeah, but, it's an Ubisoft game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. say no more. Yeah. But it, but it, it, it is good fun. It's the, the, the mechanics of the racing and the sports is good fun. The biking feels good. The skiing feels good. Snowboarding feels good. Yeah. I played a bit of um, Steep, yeah. Which I, whether or not it uh, is the same team, it feels like it's the same. It does, like it's a sequel to it in some ways. But 
I similar with Steep. I didn't hate what I played, but I had no real interest in carrying on playing it. Like while I was playing it, I was fine. As soon as I put it down, as soon as I wasn't looking at it, I just sort of never thought about it again. Yeah, it's it's pretty much one of those games. It's not doing anything new, but um, I kind of get addicted to those sort of games. Like I quite like extreme sport games. I love the SSX series and I'm trying to think of like another one now. But yeah, that's that's my sort of bag. But I'm not paying the money they're asking for. It. I'm waiting till it goes on sale. Um, all the progress from the the week, like, well, it's a four hour demo. All that progress like goes straight over, so uh, yeah, I can just That's continue if I want to. But it all depends yeah. on how long it's been since uh, playing this demo to when I actually cough up the game because I could have forgotten everything. So I might as well just fucking start again. Yeah, I do quite like it when they do that, particularly when it's like a demo for an RPG or something. But yeah, obviously the problem is if you pick it up four hours into the game and you've you don't know what you're doing no. and you've missed all the tutorials yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and the, the controls, I'm not saying they're hard, but they're certainly not, it's not simple. It's not a one-button game. Like, there's, yeah. there's all the different stunts and grabs and shit to do and all that stuff. But that's that's basically what I've been playing this week, month, year. Okay. Well, my, my last one then is uh, something I picked up last year or maybe start of this year. But as it's Halloween and as the new game is, is out, uh, I think out this weekend, um, I started playing the Man of Medan part of the oh, yeah. Dark Pictures anthology. So I got the double pack. Ooh. It's, it's got uh, Little Hope in it as well, which I don't think I'm going to go straight into. I might leave that a few months or something. You play it Easter, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever's least appropriate for it. <laughs> um, I've been quite enjoying this, but there is a few but there's, to there's it. caveats, huh? Yeah. Like, it is good. I, like, I've, I've been... Considering my... The impression I got from other people's impressions was that it was like, oh, it's all right, six out of ten sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've pl- I've played one, and I certainly share that opinion. To be honest with you, didn't play it to uh, the end, so I didn't get the big reveal. I'll let you carry on, and I'll, I'll, I'll point okay. point out some shit later. Because what I will say is, if you told me that this was the new one and it was made in COVID times, I could believe it okay. because it's a bit janky and a bit stuff just sort of doesn't quite fit together seamlessly. Like you'll get things where. Your character's like you've done a thing, you've done quite well, you've walked out of a room and or you've you know, you've ended that scene quite calmly, and then it'll cut to something else where you're panicking, you're falling off something, or you've seen someone else running and you're reacting. It just doesn't quite it, it's missing a level of polish and and the way you move around is a bit it's a bit awkward. Again, you, you use the, the phrase it's it's like controlling someone who doesn't want to be controlled. Yeah. It's it's got that sort of element to it, which for the most part doesn't matter because you're just looking around 3D environments. But it is a it just is a, there's a level of like fiddliness to it that um, I assume is better in this new one, uh, House of Ashes. I think the new one is. Um, I assume this is a bit more. This is their first attempt. It's made on a budget, whereas when they're going into the third one, all this stuff's done. They can now spend time tidying up rather than building it. Yeah. Um, and it does introduce stuff. They've, they've referenced something in this that is a setup for the third one, okay. which I thought was quite cool. That they've already had that set up uh, from the start. Yeah, because it's all an overarching universe, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I've been enjoying the, the 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 other sort of caveat to it is there's not a lot of gameplay. There's a lot of walking around, and there's a lot of jump scares and things like that. There's a lot of setup for things, but you don't do a lot. It's not like it's constant quick time events or puzzle solving or like I feel like um I've completely blanked on the one that set them up. 
remember the, the PS4 uh, game? Yeah, Dawn something. Yeah, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. That's what it's called. That's it. Really enjoyed that, and that it, you know that got quite meaty at points, and you were always doing something. This feels like it's missing opportunities where you're walking around these, um, like the cameras are locked in corners, like Resident Evil style almost. And so you're thinking, well, I'm going around this corner, they, they, something could reach out and grab me, or you know, I have to react. It doesn't really happen. Like it, it, it just leaves you to just mill around quite a lot, okay. which is, is sort of surprising. But it is, it is good. I'm enjoying the story. Don't really dislike any of the characters at this point. I think you could make them quite dislikable, particularly the. Um, the guy who was in uh, terrible with names today. I th- um, was he the remedy game? Yeah, Quantum. Yeah, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that guy. He was also Iceman in the X Men films. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His character, I think, you could make very, very irritating if you wanted to. I don't think he's a great actor. No, um, but but I do quite like some of the other. Considering I did look into, I looked on the IMDb page because I thought I recognised. Uh, Fliss, who's the black girl, and uh, she's the captain of the boat that you start off oh, on. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I, I want to say she's in a different game. Maybe, yeah. Because I, I thought I recognised her, but it doesn't look like she's done a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, and the same for a couple of the other guys. That, um, But the, there's no bad performances in there. It's, it is good. I, I'm glad I'm finally getting around to it. Uh, I did want to finish it before uh, before we recorded this and just haven't yeah no real excuses just did other stuff yeah that's fine i mean video games uh, should be like that shouldn't they yeah but it's you know because it's not long i've i've not finished it so yeah it's uh it's certainly not this like short thing that you're done within i mean you could get through it in a night i suppose but yeah it's not something i just accidentally beat or anything like that. I, I feel like there's still more to go as well even though i, I suspect i'm in the last um Chapters, I guess. Right. Like, you know, you get interrupted by the British guy. Ah, uh, yes, um, yes, yeah. I suspect I'm done with him. Okay. Apart from right at the end. Yeah, you, you said earlier that, that you didn't think there was any bad performances, and at the beginning, I was sort of saying I had opinions of the game. I can't remember which one I I played. I think they start out on a boat or something like that and go diving and shit. But that's I, this one. That, oh, that's this one, is it? Yeah, oh Christ, Madan. Um, yeah. Fuck. I, for me, what you were talking about it didn't even sound like the same game, but I think it's been a while since I played it, and to be fair, I only put an hour into it, but I just thought the fucking dialogue was atrocious. Like, some of the things they say to each other and some of the performances I just thought was diabolical, but I'm extremely cynical about Actually, no, so are you. So... <laughs> <laughs> I do think it gets better once they get off their small boat. I forget what it's called, the, the boat that they start off on. I think that's what it's called, and, the boat they start off on. Uh, they... It becomes maybe it's because by that point you've shaped the characters a bit. Yeah, maybe. And beforehand they're all over the place because you need to pick how they're going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like them more now. Whereas Fliss is just hard to like initially. She's a bit moody and mean. Uh, the blonde girl is a bit spoiled. The um, her brother, the the Iceman, is this rich spoiled asshole or can be. But yeah, it's. It does get there, uh, and it, but you spend a decent amount of time on their little boat, and that's the bit where it's like most action packed for a period, and then you get on to the Man of Medan, this uh, this big uh, tanker that's lost at sea, a ghost ship basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's I've I've been enjoying it um, more than it was worth the wait. Let's say I, I'm enjoying it more than I expected to. Sure. 
And are you going to play any of the other ones, do you think, on the strength of this one? Yeah, I'll I'll get through uh, Little Hope is the next one at some point, but not straight away. And yeah, I'll I'll who knows when I'll get through to the uh, last one. Sure. Um, In due time. That's all we say. So it's a it's a last thing. Then we've game pressures done. We're not going to bother doing news or anything like that. That's just crops up um, <laughs> naturally. If because this is based around collections and stuff, picking things up. There's a question for you, mm-hmm. Hill. Yo. What? If you, uh, what collection, if money was no object, what platform would you like a complete collection for? So my initial answer was going to be the Switch because that, that, is, that is the most collectible. If in the ideal world, there's something about the Switch. There's something about the games on the Switch. I think it's a little case. I think it's their sort of uniform presentation, even though that's nothing new. I really like the, the little red spines and so just they're so wee and diddy. But the, the problem with collecting for the Switch is things like limited run games and strictly limited games where they have their exclusives. I think there's even some, um, there's a, do you remember, uh, ah, there's a Canadian store, I think it's like Video Games Plus or something like that. I used to yeah, use it all yeah. from them. Even they get exclusive games as well. So like, there's probably ones that I don't even know about that are getting exclusives. So to, to have a complete Switch collection, I think is going to take a fucking near miracle. And there, there's not just like, one version of the game sometimes there's two or three there's a regular there's a limited there's a super ultra limited and it comes in a mega drive case love stuff yeah, like li- that limited runner a bad for yeah. that there was a neo geo one as well <sighs> i would have quite liked to get love stuff like that um, it's but... just it's just not viable a you gotta have your ear to the ground and know it and christ b the cost is going to be astronomical to, to yeah. keep on top of it so i think i've gone no no go on go on oh, no, i was just gonna say i'd if 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 i was gonna uh if i was gonna do it realistically then I would probably pick the NES. Um, even then, there's probably a few titles that are going to be super hard to get hold of. And in every collection, there's a gem. There's like one that had a limited run before you even knew that there was limited run of games back in the day. Yeah. Um, it would get expensive. I think that's more of a viable thing to do. Like go back and sort of, you know, you, you've got the complete list. You can find it on Wikipedia. You can find it anywhere. And just if you've got the money, just go back and track down. But I think I'd love to have a complete NES collection. And I think that's more viable. What about you? Yeah. Uh, well, the thing I was going to jump in with is I, I ordered something from Limited Run today, actually. And the killer with it is, but given that we're in the UK and not America, they then add, the price is okay, and then they add taxes, and they add shipping, and then you get caught yep. with customs as well. I also ordered what, something which yesterday, but it's, what's the difference? And found exactly the same. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a... It, what, initially, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll pay out 30 quid. Yep all of a sudden becomes like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, well. there's there's the initial price, then when you go to the basket, there's price plus tax, then when you go to do yeah. checkout, there's the shipping on top. So what was $30 is now like 50 55 Yeah, pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, for me, I, ideal world, I think I'd, money no object, I think I'd like a complete Neo Geo collection. Mm. I've never owned a Neo Oof. Geo. Are they, I mean, um, those games have got to be still just as expensive as they were back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. Like 300 yeah, quid. Yeah, definitely. Two, three hundred yeah. quid. Realistically, I think if... I also think it's... Oh, sorry, not realistically, but if I were to get a Neo Geo, I've always sort of thought as well that I'd be... Say you got it with like four games. You'd more or less be like, that's fine. I've just got a, basically an arcade machine that I'll just play Neo Geo Golf or whatever, Turf Masters or Super Sidekicks, whatever it's called. You just play those little things um, and just sort of make do and then try and pick up Metal Slug and whatever. Um, in terms of realistically... I think 
again, keeping the Neo Geo theme. Neo Geo Pocket. Mm, I love the Neo Geo I've Pocket. Got, I just love the, the cases. Yeah. I feel like, as long as I wasn't too precious about how I got the games, like as long as they were in the clamshells, or I got some clamshells and put the, the loose games in, I've got a decent enough collection as it is. If I was just going for EU releases or PAR releases, there are a couple that are stupidly expensive. Like Gal Fighters and uh, I think Cool Borders is really expensive. Like, and we're talking hundreds and hundreds of pounds, like four hundred pound for Cool Borders. Fuck it now. Like, so that's that's the one that you'd have to save up for. The the rest, I've got you know, I've got some of the rarer ones. Nice. So it was stuff like I haven't got Pac Man, but I don't think Pac Man's going to break the bank. So if I wanted to just put money aside every month, I think I could feasibly do it. And, you know, eventually you have to buy, like, Mahjong or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's just a couple of them are too expensive. I did also, during lockdown, buy um, an Evercade on the basis of, I'll buy the complete collection, buy the package. You could get this deal on it where you got the whole thing. So I bought that, and I was going to just keep uh, keep it up to date and just have, this is it. I'm going to get in on the ground floor. I'm going to have the complete collection. Uh, and then I got an Evercade and just didn't really like it. So, uh, so sold it on but i i did see uh they've done the the evercade verses and it just made that sort of slight pang of regret of like ah, oh, i had a complete collection of that for about a week could have could have kept that up but uh, yeah it's just yeah. i don't know man it, again if money was no object you just do it but it is yeah. so you can't even think like that yeah exactly yeah money no object you'd have more than one complete collection right you do all all of them but um so to finish off as an outro are you uh what are you looking to pick up in the next month and uh what do you think you're gonna of the stuff that you've picked up recently is the one you've got lined up to talk about next month i think i think it's probably going to be a, a, a couple i'm not sure about like the the older games that's what we're trying to do but of the newer games i have got um monkey ball banana mania which i'm just oh, yeah. i'm gagging yeah. to get into um, I've started it and played a little bit, but I plan to play a lot more. And uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, I've also picked up um, on the Switch, so uh, I'd like to dig into that. I've played the first chapter; it's um, it's just exactly what I was hoping it would be, which is exactly those old games, the old Ace Attorney games. So that's me. What about you? Uh, in terms of what I will definitely be picking up is Shin Megami. Oh, it's yeah. right at the end of the month, so I don't know if I'll... Um... Do you know, this has been our whole thing. We've been texting back and forth just about video games and shit, and like that's, that's something I want to own for the sake of owning it. I feel like that's going to... Yeah. All, all those Shin Megami games go up in price a little bit, and as a, oh, as yeah, a collector, I, I can't not have it. Yeah, there's uh, the, some of the, the prices on the DS ones. Like I, uh, Shin Megami potentially for Apocalypse. I didn't even realise got a PAL physical release, but I think it must have done right. Um and yeah, it's expensive, mm. and I'd quite like it, but but also they take so fucking long. When are you gonna get through it? Like even just like with the best will in the world, you are not getting to these games. So whatever, I'm still gonna <laughs> buy Shimagami. Yeah, but me too. I'll probably pick that up. In terms of stuff that I've bought that I want to finish, I I bought a couple of Wii games, another horror game or something. I I'm tempted to uh, uh, Cold Mountain. I bought. Mm. I think I think I've got that. It's cheap as yeah. shit, wasn't it? Yeah. I always thought it's quite interesting. So playing that around Halloween, but it does involve setting up the Wii U, so I'm not sure I'll, I'll bother. 
But I did pick up some Dreamcast games. Oh, nice, yeah. Um, you, you, you posted a picture of these, both to me and on the site, I think. Yeah, so one of them, uh, Ducks 1.5, might be the one to... I don't know there's going to be a lot to talk about with it. Um, but I've also ordered, uh, last night, there's a very expensive DS game called Moon, which is a first-person shooter. Okay. Um, I might try that. I might just to, you know... Oh, you've got it? Yeah, well, it's not arrived yet, so don't count your chickens. Well, are you going to elaborate when you say very expensive? Did you pay a very expensive price for it? I paid £80. Oof. Yeah. I had... Um, I switched energy providers just before they've gone. They're about to go under, as it turns out, probably because of me yep, taking yep, all their money. Yep. Um, so I, I got a couple of hundred pounds from that. Wow. So uh, it's uh, justifying nonsense yep. purchases. However you sleep at night, pal. Yeah. It's an investment. That's why I look at it. That's how I view video game collecting full stop, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I really clinically... I don't care if they're good. I don't want to play them. I don't even want to fucking look at them. <laughs> I just, I just want to sell them in like fifteen years, and and lord it over people. That's the two things that I want. I suppose, I suppose, if we're talking about playing things that we bought recently, I literally just got through the post yesterday. Super Mario Advanced Four, which is Super Mario Brothers Ooh. Three, um, and apparently yeah. it's got a couple of little changes. So I might, I might commit to playing through that. It's been a while since I finished Super Mario Brothers Three, so. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll give that a little go. Again, won't have a great deal to say about it because most people have played that or seen it or know it, but yeah, I wouldn't mind having a little butchers. I've also got, I, I did intend to find a way to include this, but I've got a, I've been picking up cheap PlayStation 4 games from uh, the game collection.net. Uh, just go on to their sort of cheapest price. Sort of thing. Yeah, just getting them for the collection. Yeah, so there is a few there that it's like, okay, I'm going to get to them. And I've, I've put them in. Uh, I've put them on a shelf together. So it's like that's my <laughs> get to. that's my get to shelf. Just play some Ben's fucking go-go nonsense shelf. podcast. So I'll have a look. I'll try and pick one from that. But I don't want to commit to any of them because uh, well, because you're a flaky millennial. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, also, there is one that I feel like is finite. Anthem. Oh. And I feel like I need to play that at some point sooner rather than well, later. Well, I, I later did. Otherwise. I played it about a year ago for that very purpose. The fact that you know, I was like. Well, this was still when they hadn't hadn't cancelled it, when they were going to completely revamp it, and I wanted to get a good yeah. idea of what it was before the change. Same, I did start it uh, for that reason, and then was going to play it on the pick up again on the PS Five. Right. Um, once they did the upgrade, and now I'm thinking maybe just get back and play it. But that's perfect for this podcast, right? Is Cold Light of Day? What is that game like? Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what I'll play over the next month. Yeah, I sat down and uh, I was just I was just just quickly just out of uh, interest because I, I wasn't sure it was going to grab me, but I am very like that. I I do like to stick to a game till I beat it, and I ended up putting yeah thirty hours into it, twenty nine hours twenty. Tell you what, I will try and put time into it, and then I'll ask you what you thought. Of All right, it. no worries. So yeah, well no yeah, fine and dandy. Gives us something to talk it about. Does, yeah. It? Um, so with that then I guess that's the end of the podcast I guess it is I mean why fucking go on further when we don't need to so what I need to do now is try and find some like intro music and outro music and assuming that I have you'll hear it but uh, sounds good yeah until then I, I think this is a monthly show I guess maybe we'll do them slightly more often if we have stuff to talk about or aren't free or whatever but um, yeah so yeah thanks for joining me Neil. well thank you for having me Ben <laughs> no problem and we'll we'll speak to well no we won't 
we'll see everyone. No, we won't. No, we won't. We we will we'll interact with people's ears at another point. Yeah. Next month. Yeah. See you later. Bye.